Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Serious Census. I'm Linda Saunders, and I'm joined by Tiffany Harding. And we're here this week to talk about a really timely topic again, which is going to hit home with all of our listeners. And it's going to relate to consistency, consistency in what we do with our roles, consistency in optimizing our occupancy, sustaining that occupancy, and motivating and empowering our teams. So I'm going to turn this over to Tiffany, and she's going to guide you through this week's journey. Thanks, Linda. You know, I think one of the most frustrating things is that we we get calls from potential clients or clients, and they're like, "We we want that one silver bullet. What do you what do you have that's going to turn everything around today? And how do we get results today?" And while you can be distracted from your overall goal. Um, in where you want to go in the long term, buy all of those things that could bring you a onesie and a twosie and a, and a get you a, a referral or an admission tomorrow or today. Consistency is the key to long term growth. And no matter what we do, how many of us have started said, hey, I'm going to start a workout program and I'm going to set a goal to lose 10 pounds and you lost 10 pounds the next day. It doesn't happen. And so the key to achieving our goals and our overall success is consistency. Consistency means to stay fully engaged without distraction. And that's what takes us off course. So I'm gonna tell you, there is no silver bullet, only lead ones. So stop looking for them. Consistency is the massively important to achieving your goals. And focusing on that single goal and working toward it every day is what's going to get you where you want to go. You have to utilize the power of your intention. And so today, as we talk about consistency and intention, I'm going to give you a few pieces to walk away with today that are going to help you in staying consistent to your goals to help you achieve some success. So let's dive into those. One, you need to be able to confront and remove your barriers. Make sure that you're looking at, and that could be people too. And so it's really hard sometimes when we look at those that are around us, are they helping you to stay focused and engaged on your goal? Are they helping you to work towards that intention? If they're not, then they're not the right people to have in your circle. But also make sure that you're looking at other barriers around you and that you're taking, you're removing them away. To get organized and you have to have a plan. Linda and I preach over and over and over again, have your plan, have a plan. Everybody should have a growth plan. But where do you start? You start small and you break it down. We always suggest start with a 90 day plan. And start with your small steps so that it is digestible, it's easy to achieve, not too easy, but that you can take the steps to get to where you want to go. So break it down, start small, but get organized or map out your plan. Three, use a calendar to maintain your progress. I can't tell you how many times I had marketing and sales teams who were out there saying they were going to go here and there and everywhere. And they had no plan as to how often they were going to go, when they were going to do it, or maybe they did, but then they had all the intention in the world, but they couldn't get it to execute. So the best thing that I could ever suggest for someone is to get a 
desk calendar or get your day planner and really map out. If you're gonna go to the VA hospital every other week, start penciling it in every Thursday, every other week, you're gonna go to the VA hospital or whatever the referral source is or whoever your influencer is. But make sure that you map that out on a calendar, make that your intention. You need to, number four, time block for preparing. So you're gonna map everything out, you've got your calendar, you're ready, but you need to prepare. Pre-call plan, do your research, but take some time to block out. Maybe that's a Monday, maybe that's a Friday afternoon, whatever the case may be, whatever works best for you, make sure that you're taking that time to do a time block and being very intentional about your, pre, your pre-call plans. Can I add something in on that, Tiffany? Yeah. Uh, on the planning there? Because I think there's a lot of folks that just think, well, they can do it on the fly. They're like, hey, I got this. You know, I, I, I can move and flow and, you know, I can think quickly. So I, I can just make it up as I go along and, and I might sort of rehearse it a little bit. I mean, every time you need to look at it as, as your winning opportunity. You know, you don't have that second chance to make that first impression. You don't have a second chance to make that message really compelling. And that's what, you know, people remember. We've talked about that before. Yep. And sometimes it might mean that you got to rehearse it with someone else too, that's going to give you that critical eye or even someone that's not a fellow marketer, you know, an, an, another individual that, that you believe is going to be truthful with you. And they might say, Hey, look, you're giving me too much information or you're confusing me because you're using some words I'm not used to, or you're talking too fast. You're jumping around. You're not pausing. You're not listening. All those things are super helpful. And so when we coach folks and we, we have them rehearse things or we'll do role-playing, you know, people always go, Oh, I don't want to do that. But afterwards they'll sit there and say, you know what? That was really helpful. Cause I had no idea that I was doing X. You know, there's a lot of things outside of our awareness that impact those opportunities and that planning or what Tiffany's relating to in terms of, you know, really putting that intention into action is where it all takes place. That's, that's where everything's igniting and moves forward and you can get that amazing um, trajectory. Absolutely. Yep. You know, one of my favorite quotes is by ben, Benjamin Franklin and he says, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. And I think that is one of the most powerful statements. It's absolutely so, so true. And I have done it myself, Linda. I have walked into a sales call and I thought, you know what? I've been doing this for 20 years. I'm going to just, I'm going to kill this. It's going to be awesome. And I, I was so cocky and confident and I walk in and I was asked a question that kind of took me by surprise. And, um, I really hadn't thought about it. I hadn't, uh, done my research and I, you know, I learned well from that mistake. No matter how seasoned you are, you always want to prepare. Yeah, that, that, and that little extra intel or the research component can really add a lot. Cause I had that happen moving over to Ohio from the Chicago area. I never knew that the Ohio state Michigan game was such a big deal because in Chicago, no one was ever talking about it. So when someone was telling me when I was interviewing um, for my administrative post and they were saying, oh, well, we're going to be off this week because of the Ohio State game. I think I made some comment like, well, why would you be off for a game? And they looked at me like, are you nuts? 
And then they explained it, you know, I got a bit of a pass because I was a transplant. So a little bit of a pass on it, but I never made that mistake again or made some kind of like assumption because I hadn't really researched a little bit of those dynamics and the fact that the person I was interviewing with was a graduate of Michigan. So thank goodness I didn't make some Ohio State comment that would ruffle that person's feathers. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like little stuff like that. I mean, it can either help propel you or it can be this roadblock that it's going to take you a while to get yourself around. Yeah, absolutely. So next, you want to make sure that you're scheduling your hardest things when you have your highest amount of energy. For most of us, it's going to be in the morning. Schedule those things first thing in the morning, get them kicked out so that they're off your list, because those are the things that you're more likely to put on the back burner. So always just schedule your hardest things first thing in the morning or whenever you have your highest level of energy. That leads me into my next tip, which is to keep your energy high. Find things around you that motivate you. But I promise you, when you wake up every morning, you are not going to be motivated. You are not always going to feel awesome going into the next sales call. You are not going to always feel awesome going on to your next conference call with your corporate team. It's not always going to be there. And so we have to really figure out what moves us when we're not motivated. So be mindful of that and keep your energy high and get someone involved. That's my next tip. Get someone else involved. Have an accountability partner. A lot of us do this when we're on weight loss goals. Why don't we do this when we're on, um, when we set our professional goals? You know, surround ourselves with positive people who are going to help you get to where you want to go or have, you know, you're someone with a common goal, your administrators, having them be your accountability partner, not just your boss, um, but really having somebody that's going to be there to help you continue to move forward and to stay consistent. But again, remember to be mindful of those barriers, people who can distract you and can those distractions can cause destruction. And so you wanna make sure that you have the right people as your accountability uh, partners. And don't lose sight of the big picture. Sometimes it's hard when we're focusing on that step in front of us um, to see where our finish line is. And so we wanna make sure that we have, you know, post a reminder on your, on your uh, boards. Uh, I remember that when I was a corporate director of marketing, um, I would always put our census goal up on my whiteboard and I, that was where I was moving. That's where I was going. Did I know on a daily basis where I needed to go for tomorrow? Absolutely. Um, but I always made sure that I had my big picture goal um, on my board right in front of me so that it was a reminder of where I was going. And then last is to hold yourself accountable. You know, don't blame others for something you didn't do. Don't, you know, don't come in with your excuses. If you fall off the wagon, just get back up and get back to it. We've all set a weight loss goal, went on vacation, ate way too much cake and came back. And you can either decide that you're going to continue to just be off track and off the wagon, or you can get back on. And sometimes I know as a, as a marketing director, I've gone there too. I've been tired of going to the same hospitals over and over again, or maybe have the same message and you're just not feeling it and you kind of get out of your groove and, or you, somebody pulls you into something, you got crisis management. 
So you're kind of all over, you got those distractions of destruction and you've got to make a conscious effort to put yourself back in the driver's seat, hold yourself accountable. I'd like to add one thing in on that too, though, is I think during, um, COVID especially, but even before that, we all go through times where in census development that we want to make sure that we're in alignment with that mission personally and professionally. Or I always would say, okay, is this a, is this organization, you know, where I would have my mom or my dad or a loved one live? And, and sometimes that's out of kilter, whether it's transition or staffing thresholds, or you're onboarding team members to get their skills up to snuff, or the, or the culture's in a shift too, or there's just a lot of stress and you can feel that, you know, that becomes very thick in the atmosphere. And when I would go out and sell, it's like, am I really feeling this in the manner in which I should? Because that passion, that energy, that pure belief, uh, which, which shines through is so important. If I'm not feeling that, or if there's a roadblock that's causing those feelings, those are really important discussions that you'll want to have with your boss, with your administrator, your ED, or your accountability team, because chances are some other people may be feeling that way too, and explore why that's occurring, because that's a really important roadblock, because you don't want to be feeling that for any uh, length of time, you know, over, over a long course, because that's going to erode all of that wonderful work that you're doing or you're going to start all the self-questioning and the other things that go along with it or attitudinally and, and energy wise, there'll be an impact. So yeah. keep a close tab on that because you're going to be the best judge of how you're feeling yourself. Yep. Well, and you know, when we think about consistency and you know, where we're going, think about how many times have Linda as an administrator, did you have somebody coming in, like maybe a DME uh, sales rep or something, they come in one time and they drop something off. How memorable was that to you? Or do you remember the people who were consistent and who were intentional about their visits to you and, and their sales calls to you? Absolutely. Well, and I, and I, I really had um, vendors that I truly felt were, were partners and it really did have my back. And, and this was not in a COVID period by any means, but it was, you know, they would get you the goods or the pharmacy or the, or the things that weren't in the PRN box, whatever, you know, they'd be going the extra mile to make sure we had what we needed for our patients or as ridiculous as it sounds in the eighties, the guy that did all the signage for me and traveled with me with multiple companies. And again, it's just signage. Um, I, he worked with me for years before I realized that his son was one of the um, musicians in Guns and Roses. And a lot of the kids, you know, that, that worked for us, the young people, they were all into that heavy metal work. And so literally like one time when I found this out and he's like, well, what do you need? And I was like, uh, it, how about some signed photographs, some signed gear, just again, for shits and giggles kind of thing for the staff. And it was like four days later. And I had a big box of that stuff just to be able to give out to them as, as just like tokens, because this was a guy that was just did our signage, but it was like, who would have ever thought of that? And, and so, yeah, I was always very, very loyal. It wasn't always about pricing. The service and the relationship was just as important. And, um, you know, was, and, and to be able to grow their business with other like administrators, because the longer they're in business and the more sustainable they were, they could uphold that service. So that consistency, very important for you operationally as well. 
got to be able to count on your partners. So what music do we have today to end our program, Tiffany? Uh, today, we are going to be ending with Whitney Houston's Step by Step. Oh, classic. Oh, absolutely. Great pick. And then be sure to stick with us next time because we're going to springboard off of what we talked about today and address accountability. You know, really do a deep dive into that. So these will interconnect. On behalf of both Tiffany and myself, thank you so much for joining us with Serious Census today. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, we love that. We're very responsive. We answer our calls on the same day. You can reach us at 614-582-6733. Until next time. Thank you. Well, there's a bridge and there's a river that I still must cross as I'm going on my journey. Oh, I might be lost And there's a road I have to follow A place I have to go Well, no one told me Just how to get there But when I get there, I know Cause I'm taking it